Kayanos, 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 fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. Hallelujah. Greet your neighbor beside you. Greet your neighbor beside you. Tell the person, welcome to God's presence. If somebody is greeting you, respond now. Somebody is greeting you. Instead of greeting him back, you are doing like this. As for shaman, greet your neighbor. Make sure you respond to the person greeting you. Tell the person, welcome to God's presence. If the person doesn't greet you well, he is owing you lunch. The person that greets, listen. The person that greets better than the other person, the person they greeted better than is owing the other person lunch. In the name of Jesus, you are owing lunch. <laughs> oh my God. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So you are owing me lunch like this. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so let's advance. I believe that God has blessed you so far in this topic. Give me some, just like the last two days. It is not possible for us to make advancement in our desire to bring revival until the matter of sin is handled. As a matter of fact, the first thing that revival hits and deals with is the matter of sin. That's the first thing. Anything that happens, my brother, anything that happens and the issue of sin is not yet dealt with, that thing is not revival. Is not. Even if we have, like in Sonship Conference, people fill the hall, overflow, thousands of people, all kinds of things is happening. That we amount, that's, now, now, I'm not saying crowd is not good. In fact, crowd is very good as long as something is happening to them. Are you getting the point? Uh, though I'm not among the people that say it's not about the crowd, it's about it. As long as something is happening to them. But if it's just to gather the people so that they will say they gathered the people, the crowd on its own is nothing. Satan can give it. But Satan will not allow people to gather where, where fire will come and burn up their sinful tendencies. If Satan is sure that you coming to a program will make your prayer life to Jacob, he will not allow you to go. So if there is transformation, blessing, upgrade in your work with God death to self somebody goes to a program having a boyfriend as he's leaving the boyfriend has left even something lesser than that somebody goes to a, a program he's already engaged and he's about to marry went for a program and found out that the foundation of the relationship is standing upon something faulty something sinful he comes out from that meeting and says that I cannot inside that 
program. He runs to the altar or she runs to the altar and begins to cry. After crying for 30 minutes, he's still sitting on the seat and send the guy a message and say, we can't continue in this relationship. We can't. That's the kind of program. If we are 100 million in that kind of program, people is doing something like this. That kind of program, the crowd is necessary. It's necessary that we gather 100 million people that will cry for six hours about their life. Not no prayer point, not God lift me in ministry. No, we just gather to say, God, can it not be better than this? The, the teaching of the scripture, the standard of the scripture is making our life, our living a mockery. You read the Bible and you find it hard to believe what is there. The way the world is going now, you read the Bible and wonder, is this thing true? Is it not? Is it not? I don't know about you, but I feel that way sometimes. The experience of the Bible is so far removed from what we have with us that when are we going to meet up? You heard it 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, or more. 20 years after, we are still talking about it. When are we going to get there? When? 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 They told you when you are, they probably tell you, these young ministers, young believers, you don't know, just wait now when you are 40, when you are 50, when you get older. <laughs> when you get older, you get toughened. When you get the more you stay in church, the more you, you get toughened. That's, there is this simplicity in your heart to press towards the things of God. It will start leaving you. You start saying, uh, we have been here all the while. Anybody that tries to pray too much, you quench the prayer. I'm telling you now. I used to say it. This is one of the reasons why we have many denominations. Young men wanted to born in certain denominations. And some elders, so they answer. They snuffed out the fire. The young men tried every means possible. It's not working. They didn't plan to do anything. They just wanted their fire too. It's always normal. Almost everybody you see pass through the same thing to stand for God. Just a few cases. Just a few cases. So if you are around somebody that is encouraging you, want you to become the best in your calling, you don't know what God did for you. There was a time I came, if I speak in tongues in the church like this, they, they will use me for, for, for preaching for the next few weeks. They will come and tell me, you have not... Is it, you have not washed plates in the houses. That's what you would say. You have not cooked in the house. And you are coming here to speak in tongues. You are making noise and disturbing everybody. And what you need is to go and wash plates and leave, and leave speaking in tongues. Hmm? You see that kind of thing? That kind of thing is like somebody saying, what you need is to drink water. It's not all the time you are eating food. That's, that's how it is. He's drinking water and eating food. Are they enemies? But they want to make it enemy because once you have an ulterior motive of positing something, you will go and pitch two people that two spiritual realities that are friends. They are two sides of one coin. You will make them to look as if they are enemies, not speaking in tongues. It's, it's a is wash is speaking in tongues and worship are they enemies 
they are very good friends. Some people even go as much as say eh, it's not it's not speaking in tongues, it's not groaning, it's it's, a, it's about is the Bible, it's about Bible. It's, let's, let them leave them and let them teach the Bible. Let them teach the Bible. Are they enemies? They are not. It's like drinking water and eating food. Hmm? It's like husband and wife. You can't have family. You cannot create a family without a covenant bringing these two together. It's like husband and wife. You come and say, it's not about this, it's not about that. You are about to cause a problem. Are you getting the point? You will not see it in the scripture. You will not see it. You will not see that in the scripture. If you are with me so far, say amen. Amen. If the matter of sin will be solved, especially the sin of immorality, there are two things. If your love for money and immorality can be dealt with, you will survive. You can make it. These are the two strongest. They can lead to, the reason why I mentioned them, there are many other things, they are not the only thing, but if these two things are here, they can lead you to other things. It is the love of money that made an authentic called man of God to become a Yahoo Yahoo pastor. Is the love of money. Hmm? For some others, is the love of woman or the love of man that made an authentic called minister to become something else. They can call you in their group and say that all of us here are doing it. And God is still blessing us. God is still moving us forward. What is important is if what is important is the result. After me, the result. I bless God the most high that in revival hub if God you know God is all wise and some of the time this is one of the reasons that he is consistently giving us results and proofs not because not because they are the real thing but because we will not be able to teach and preach this our message without some of this result people will say we are lying they will say eh when you when you do this, come back. Is when you do this is because you can't do this. It's because you have not seen this. It's because you have not seen this. By the message of God, we have even seen more than the people saying, "If you have seen this, and we know that holiness is the way, there is no other way. Purity is the way." You see, the two greatest signs that revival has come is purity and power. It, if Every single thing you do must be laced with purity and power. Purity and power. Purity you is not. There are many other signs, but purity and power. Purity and power. Purity and power. Purity and power. The Welsh revival came. And when the Welsh revival came, they, they said that at some point, the animals that they use for their work, the revival hits them so much that, you know, they use cuss words to command them. This one, that one, all those ones that they use. When they, those guys that use it, they can't use it anymore. So the animals cannot respond to anything but those curse words. 
they have even even the animals have to be re-educated even the animals were affected by revival animals how can we say we have revival when pastors are fornicating <laughs> they are fornicating they will come and say apostle show me the way what they mean by the way is is there any way my ministry can be moving and i will continue living the one i'm living it's not as if it's not as if they are even struggling or trying to be free they 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 want to move forward with that a generation that has been blessed more than any other generation have seen more light knowledge grace than any other generation they cry will be woe unto you tie and side Korazin. For if the great grace and sign and wonder that was given to you was given to the former generations, they would have fallen down and repented. That was what the scripture is saying. And you read the scripture, you think he's talking about them. Don't you see this generation in that scripture? And even worse. Let's wake up. Wake up. These, these are fundamentals. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If there is anything we will hand over to other people, these are the things. Your ministry is corrupted, not worthy to be presented to a generation if the matter of sin is not removed. It's a matter of fact, the scripture spoke about certain things that are not worthy to be mentioned in the church. Certain things, they are not worthy to be mentioned. Try and say it now. It is normal now. It's normal for a young, vibrant minister to, to minister and speak in tongues and, and use the same mouth and say, my boyfriend, my girlfriend. Maybe I, I'm making mistakes. Sir. What was boyfriend? I think Raymond knows what is boyfriend. Uh, you know, you can't deny this. You know it. So you need to write seven pages to me. Send it to me on WhatsApp after this this class on the meaning of boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> I need to be upgraded. Such knowledge is one of the things I don't want to know. You know, <laughs> the Bible spoke about two trees in the garden. One is the tree of life. The other one is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There is a knowledge of good and evil. See, somebody said, does God know? God knows evil, but not experientially and as i keep saying it the real knowledge that impacts you is an experiential knowledge huh? do you know have you heard about aircraft have you read anything about it hmm? do you really know aircraft why you have not entered have you entered inside one ah, so you know it now who will I ask now? Have you entered inside one? You will enter in Jesus' name. There is nothing big there. But I'm just using this to teach. You don't really know until you have entered. Are you getting the point? So your knowledge of that matter is, is not the exact knowledge until there is experience. So there is a way you can know. So that's why I told him to write the thesis. 
you know when you do <laughs> when you do bsc what was bsc called what was the final the research work of your project abi then what is the master's own call thesis what of doctorate degree still thesis you need to combine masters and doctorate and send me thesis send it to my whatsapp i need to be upgraded on the meaning of boyfriend and girlfriend especially inside the church inside the church inside the church what i'm telling you about has invaded campus fellowships what i'm telling you is no more in church it has invaded campus even as i'm talking to you people are still sending me message because a lot of people are already blessed by what we are saying they are sending me all kinds of messages and they are telling me that that so many campuses school open and fellowships are teaching all kinds of stuff that people can live that there is nothing like seeing that you can fornicate you can yeah? satan has gone to the gates and stood to withstand the revival that is hitting everywhere they mat- we will deal with this matter of sin we'll deal with it satan want, doesn't want us to deal with it he wants us to just cover there, see any treatment you gave a man without handling this matter is you just did you did not handle the issue in the name of jesus so so far you are able to we are able to summarize a few things we understood that when we come to god the ministration he brings to us is the drawings from christ the holy spirit is the governor of the realities of christ what does he mean he is not governor you will not understand what is governor if you use nigerian political setting when i say governor my intention is not to say uh, jesus is president then the holy spirit is that's not what i mean a governor is somebody that tutors somebody to maturity so if you will properly understand what is governor we might have to go to is it not the book of galatians the book of galatians said that 4 verse 1 it said now i say that the hair as long as he is a child different not nothing from what a servant but you and hair are you getting the point and according to the scripture in the book of romans eh, if you yield your your members to sin you become what a servant first of all let's say a servant. a servant now this servant is you are a servant to sin the scripture here is saying that even though you are an heir that's the challenge because when a man gets born again he is an heir to the inheritance that that is of god in christ jesus are you with me but though you are an heir you can only live the life of a servant if you have not received tutorship you cannot are you getting where we are going now so, so as long as he is a child different not there is nothing different between a child of god eh? <laughs> that lives in sin and the one that is not born again your experiences about the things of god will be the same nothing will be different guess the worst part your destination will actually be the same that's what some of these doctrine people don't want to tell you it is the same let me see the next verse though he be lord of all 
Now look at where I'm going. But is what? Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. All of us, let's read it. One, two, ready, go. Uh huh. Let's read it. Read it one more time. The scripture said here that he is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. What? How long is that time? Anytime you hear until, you will know that it is not about a time range. It's about a target that needs to be met. So, her until can be two months and your until will be two years. Choose. The reason I'm telling you this is because as I started for two days now, I was trying to show you people that apprehension of things in Christ is subjective. The reason is because um, what you are making subjective in your context is an objective element in Christ. It takes revelation upon which faith will now stand for you to drive those things in. The much you can drive it in is dependent on you. Are you getting it now? So you can stay in one junction, hearing the same thing, having the same thing available to you, and your neighbor has made drastic progress in the same matter. What I'm saying is that in these three days, somebody can shift from these things. Another person will be saying, eh, we are, we are uh, uh, fishes in water, and we cannot deny sin. Look at you. Hmm? You know, I'm in this teaching. I came with fishing net. All the fishes in water. Bring your head. I will drag you. I say after me, I came with fishing net. So all the fishes in water that cannot deny sin. Today, I came with fishing net and I'm going to fish you out of that. The reason for this this, my teaching is to fish you out of that that dungeon. That dungeon. You you are already swimming. Oh my God. You are swimming. I came with net. I came with net. I'm going to fish you out. (laughs) How many (laughs) of <laughs> uh, yes, that's what Jesus told told Peter, and I hope you know that this reference fits in with Peter's experience, because Peter saw Jesus later, and when he saw Jesus, when he saw the because if you a good fisherman is naked, I hope you know, a good fisherman if you want to fish well you have to be naked, so they were naked in the night, so Jesus was walking again, when he was walking there, so when the one of the disciples told Peter said. Is the master? Hey. Peter now said, "Go away, go away from me." He now dived into the water, and he started swimming again. The same place he was rescued from, he dived in. I will come with net, rescue you from the water, take you where there is no water, so that you stop swimming. I hope you know. I want to you do so. I was watching one documentary of some people fishing. They fished 
some fish out of the water. The fish did like this. And fell inside the water again. There are people like that. You fish them. They fall back. You fish them. They fall back. God, when you fish us out, dry the water. Dry, dry, the, dry the water. Dry the water. In the name of Jesus Christ. It will happen to you. Dry the water. Dry the water. I'm going to show you people a few things God allowing me. So I'm going to make a few concrete steps and hand out to us some constructive light from the scripture so that you can make use of it even now and after now. That is one of the major reasons. We are just part of the reason we are teaching this thing is not just for the moment. We are we are keeping a reservoir of light for the body of Christ for now and for future purposes as a reference material for people to consult on issues like this if you are with me so far say amen. amen okay so considering the progress we have made yesterday we were able to take a peek into what it means for the gospel to be unveiled so we gave a five key points to the understanding of the gospel Zenachi. Are you here in my class yesterday? So what's the first one? What's the first one? Be fast, I don't have time. Which one do you know? Do you know anyone? We say he came late. <laughs> so if you know anyone, just raise your hand quickly. Let me ask you quickly. Quickly, quickly. You know anyone? You know anyone? You know anyone? Aha, uh-huh, my brother. Get Mike. Get Mike. Be fast. This a get Mike. Be fast. Be fast. Get all the mics. Get two at least two. Take the first one and be running. Okay. The good news is that there's a remedy to the fall of man to um, salvation. Can you clap for Jesus? Okay, who again? Who? Go and give. Is it in a do? I give him the sin that separated man from God. Um, you they read from your notes like this. You don't fail your. Shall we not get exam next week? Now, like this, you want to write your own? Give me my mic. <laughs> Who knows? There are some people, serious students. Come and give this my guy. I like the way he is. His eyeglasses is making him intelligent and academic. No, you can't sit. You can't sit. We are not. See, feel free. The, the good news in Christ is that God has reconciled back in God. God has reconciled us. God has. We have been reconciled back to God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay, another one. Ah, JB sings. Come and give Jubilee sings. <laughs> sit down, sit down, don't worry. Praise God. Okay. The good news in Christ is that Satan has been defeated. Satan has been defeated. Good. Come and give give him my young. Give my young. Give my young. 
Emayong is doing better than his sister these days. You see, that's why I'm I'm not I'm not biased to the sister, so but sometimes sisters will take long, they will be struggling, 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 struggling. But when a man catches the fire, it's over. I'm the one telling a my young easy with fasting now. Easy, easy, easy. As a my young is going up, the sister is going down in the opposite direction. Hmm? Remove your hair. Let me see her. If not for one small thing, we'll show her on the camera. Thank God for Beterama. You know, Beterama and this place, it helps people to shop. Once you are almost falling, you are back to backslide. You will just say, Papa, I'm coming back to Beterama. Papa, I'm coming back. You will just come back and you know that anyhow they will pray in the night you just manage and be carrying yourself in the morning we'll do by so you know that you cannot totally backslide into the world come out of the way So give him my young. In my young is my friend now. Oh my God. The good news in Christ that the sin has that sin has no the sin that separated man from God has been defeated. Can you clap Jesus? How many have we counted now? Huh? Come and give a leeway. Uh huh. And the good news in Christ is that God can now start his original project without an extra work. Yes, clap for Jesus. <laughs> oh, I feel like I made mistake. Oh. I mean, this is the guy you knows. I don't know, no, say, in don't cram and close him. Amen. Okay, so let's advance. Today we will start with understanding the laws of identification and substitution. Understanding the laws of identification and substitution. I think there are there are two key pronouns that you must take note of if you will be able to understand. Say after me, identification. Substitution. What are the two things I said? Number one is what? Number two is what? You must have by all means. If you forget everything, don't forget this one. If you forget everything, don't forget. These two things, even though they are lost, they were hidden in God. God decided to hide it away. It was in the course of redemption that this law was unveiled. It was not part of the light that was available to even the princes of darkness. That was the testimony of the writer of the book of 1 Corinthians from chapter 2. The writer of the book of 1 Corinthians said, if the princes of this world knew, are you getting the point? That means that there is a knowledge that they were not allowed access to. These things I'm listening to you now, these two things is part of the knowledge that was hidden to them from them so that the project of redemption can be executed. Remember, at some point, I told you people that 
There is the mystery of what God wants to do, the wisdom of what he wants to do, and there is the harm. One thing is certain, Satan is aware that God wants to do something. But what is really important is not just that God wants to do something. Something even more important than that is the how. And that is why in this kingdom, the end doesn't justify the means. Both the end and the means are equally important. In fact, in my own opinion, the end might be important to you. But what is even more important to God is the means. Because for God, there is no possibility of achieving his end outside of his means. But human beings can achieve their end irrespective of the means. But God, anytime you miss any one point in the equation, in the means to the end, whatever you got at the end is not God's end. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the real end of God is a cumulative effect, cumulative impact of the means. So what God calls the end is that the means was properly fitted and properly met. Huh? From one to two. What God calls... Did you solve mass at all at any point in your life? Hmm? You did not solve mass. You didn't go to primary school. You went to... This my guy is afraid. <laughs> did you go to primary school? Are you an evil man? Elohomas in a primary. Esokwamne Elohomas. Hmm? Do you do decimal? <laughs> the reason why I said decimal is because that's there is nobody from primary school. There is nobody that ever did anything in mass that did not at least do decimal. And the reason why I'm saying decimal place is because there is a way you solve. Is it not true? You write zero point one plus 0 0.01 is it not true plus 0 0.002 are you getting the point so now 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 for god when they give you an equation 2x plus 1 all over 2x equal to 0 say give us the answer as i said this there are people intelligent enough to just as i said it they will give you the answer I'm telling you, people like our brother Caleb that goes for those kind of competitions can reel off the answer for you. But for God, that answer you gave is not important. What is important to God is that thing that they used to tell us those days, show all working. For God, the showing of all working is actually the end, not the answer you gave. So for God, that answer you gave is part of the working. The answer is not something on its own. It is part of the working. But for man, we don't really care. It does that answer. As long as, pum, pum. That's why some people can come and say, Apostle, I want, to, I want to have a double portion of your anointing. If I tell them, if I tell them to look at my back, hmm? There are some oil that can never come by impartation. Hmm? You need to carry wounds. Hmm? Injury. Wounds. Very deep one. Anytime you minister, you minister out of that wound. You minister out of that. You minister out of that wound. Man of God. Let me that's not where I'm going. Let me let me help you. Let's leave that one. Huh? So you need to show all workings. 
But the person wants me to lay hands and then the oil that took 25 years for God to make it will now fall on him in 30 seconds. You are not with me. The oil. The whole of heaven, they were fast. The whole of heaven was fast and diligent. No break. They walked to, it took them 25 years to make the oil. And he wanted to collect it for 20, in 25 seconds. Are you getting the point? Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, show all working. So for God, both the means, in fact, the means is more important. If you don't know the means, ha, you are not useful to anybody. If all I can do is to pray and nobody can learn it from me, is not useful. Is it useful? I can just be producing. Only me can do it. Only me can do it. Only me can do it. And the proof that one of the reasons why only you can do it is because there was no process to what you got. That means it cannot be transferred. When you see a man that have a spiritual history backing his impact, that man can easily raise men out of that order. So when you see a man, things are happening and you can't find heavy people that is working out of that order, then that means that person doesn't have history with God. The stronger the history a man has with God, you see heavy men rising out of that order. If you try to do, even if you raise the same system, he prays by one, he, they don't, this is it kind of the way they do it. You do the same thing and your result will be zero. Why? What you don't know is that the instrument with which the man is doing what he's doing, that physical activity, activity doesn't raise people. Activity cannot raise anybody. Those are just opportunities and platforms for history in God to be created again, to be remade in the heart of people. Activities are nothing. In fact, if there is no real substance and reality and history behind activities, instead of helping you, it will be a cage. Many churches and many ministries are bound by too many activities that lack spiritual impact. So you go to church, they do Sunday school, do this one, do after it, they do choir meeting, after it, they do uh, after it, sell me after it, they keep doing meeting until your Sunday finished. Is it not true? You can't do anything. At least you, you can't do anything to me. Guess what? When they finish, they will say, "This meeting we met is not the real meeting. Remember our meeting on Monday." After choir meeting on Monday, women meeting on Tuesday, evangelism meeting on Wednesday, uh, uh, keep welfare meeting on Thursday, keep naming them now, ushers meeting. Before you know it, the week will run out. You start another one. That's how you are running your life. And that person is deceived that he is growing. <laughs> That's the deception. Hmm? Those activities on their own is actually a cage if there is no life that can come out of it. Instead of helping you to grow, it will make you to backslide. You stay in that kind of environment for 10 years. You even became a pastor. You became a regional overseer. overseer regional overseer. When they bring them to you, you say, in the name of Jesus, I bless you. 
you are blessing demon. And a young man that came out of the woods from 30 days fast with fire burning. He said, you demon of darkness. And the demon said, come out! And the demon will follow. And the regional overseer will say, you are in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Demon, demon. Out, out, out. Activities cannot raise any man. It takes life to raise men. It takes life. Hmm? If people grow in rank in such setting and become positional leaders over you, as I was saying before, and you come and start pressing into God to precipitate life, they will quench you because you are now a threat to their docility, to their liturgy, lethargy, careless life. Because if your fire actually burn, the members of the church will find out that they are leading them by manipulation. That there is really no spiritual authority behind what they are doing. It will snuff you out. Hmm? Have they snuffed you out before? Thank your God. You don't know what God did for you if they have not snuffed you out. Or people like us, they have snuffed us. <laughs> hmm? Your branch will be booming like this. They will come and collect it. Say, it's over. We have closed this one. <laughs> you will cry. Enter depression. Come out. Nothing will happen. So he tell you like this. I'm going to do this and do it. And you, everybody knows it's against the will of God. He still did it. You will be wondering, is this, how did he become a pastor? You will tell the man of God, Please, I'm not looking for it's just the glory of God. Your name will be on the flyer, not my name will not be there. Just you. We are organizing it in your name. We are just it's just just allow us to pray. <laughs> say no prayer. They say demons witches are attacking this person is dying. You say uh, we know, let them so what they will now do is that in, in place of that your prayer, they will now organize. 20 people that are deep in sin. Some of them, half of them are members of occult. The remaining five is part of witchcraft and they will come to prayer meeting in the night. They will tell you, that prayer you want to pray, come and pray it here. Even the uh could. -uh. Why are you... This thing can... It can be more... And guess what? It is in many places so that's to show you how bad it is when you come to that place you use you, you tell them let's pray in the holy ghost that god will break into our church even one name they tell you say the one that people will hear say the one that all the time these children will be saying what we cannot hear what is this thing say the one say the one that people will hear oh you don't know you have not heard my story. I was pastoring a church. We did night vigil, eight hours. And the owner of the place came. Before we started the prayer, we did announcement. And the person came and told us, when you people start this, your program, I will come and join you. 
I will come and join you. When we now started, after the all night, where wishes was falling on the all kinds of stuff happened. The woman came next week and said, ah, I did not give this hall to Churchill. I don't understand. Meanwhile, church has been going on there for three years. The question is, if the owner of the building said after our night vigil that she did not give it to church, what has been happening there for three years? Many pastors are wasting time. They are not, the witches know you are not doing anything. When you start doing something, they came and told me that they didn't give this. What are we doing there before if it was not church? And true, true, fought until the thing left. I don't want to shift to because I will get angry in the spirit and become boisterous. How can you stay in a place and sit and come and say that there is no church? That, that nothing is happening. They gather all of you off your fire. People will still be gathering under the cloud of demonic darkness. The scripture said, I know you. I know where your church is. He said, your church is located at the headquarters of Satan. And some pastors are doing ministry at the headquarters of Satan. And you want to rise from that place. If I remember when you out about to any choice I want about to if you want to rise, if you want to rise. I'm telling you what I know. Not I can teach it from the Bible, but this one I have passed through it experiential. Later on in, in the coming bed pants, we'll go back to spiritual warfare. Those days we started bed pants here. I'll be ministering. They will be shooting until the demon say, Why is the arrow not working on me? They now went and did a special arrow that looks like javelin. I was ministering one day. Bah! I was still on this place vibrating. People didn't know that. The only thing that saved me is what somebody taught me many years ago. I was planning a conference and in the middle of the preparation as I was praying, saying some things, I was attacked. I became weak and I sat down and closed the meeting. When I went and told the person, he told me that you shouldn't have ended the meeting. I said, but I'm done. He said, no. If you have kept on for a few more seconds, a few more minutes, you will push over that. I said, ah. So from that time, I said, when they shook me, javelin, my voice became louder. I prayed more. And the more you go, the more your rank. I said, Show me Romans chapter 5. Let's just read through it so that he can give you an overview. So after me, therefore, being justified by faith. The implication of this is that there is a former statement, a former position. Is it not true? Okay. So I, I, I suppose that you know that position. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Next verse. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Verse 3. Quickly. 
and not only and not only so but we glory in three <laughs> but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope and patience experience and experience hope and hope make it not ashamed because the love of god is shed abroad in our hearts by the holy ghost which is given unto us for when we were yet without strength in due time christ died for the ungodly for scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet peradventure for a good man some will even dare to die but god commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners what happened Christ died much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved through from wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son much more being reconciled we will be saved by his life and not only so but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have now received the atonement Wherefore, as by one man, say after me, by one man. Mark this verse 12. Remember, we are looking at the principle of what? What are, what are the two principles, we are, the laws we are looking at? And, again, and, very important. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Are you understanding this progression of analysis? <laughs> he said that Without the law, sin cannot be imputed. It cannot be read for you. Meanwhile, death was walking from Adam to Moses, even though sin was not recorded for anybody. And remember before he made that statement, he said that if you see death walking, it means that sin came. You are not with me? Okay, let me leave. I wanted to show you something. Huh? They said sin was not counted because Nobody was given any rule. So that if you break it, we will not say that you sin. Meanwhile, death was working. And death, the presence of death is always a proof that there is sin somewhere. Are you getting the point? So he's trying to say, whether it was counted for you or not, something is working. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not seen after the similitude of Adam's transgression. This is a very big statement. He's trying to say there are people that even when you did not do what Adam did, yet death reigned. Why? Because of these two laws I'm presenting to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Pay attention. Who is the figure of that was to come but but not as the offense so also is the free gift for if through the offense of one many be dead much more the grace of god and the gift by grace which is by one man jesus christ are abounded unto many 
And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one, one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many unto many offenses unto justification. He's trying to say one person sinned, it affected all. Hmm? He said one person became righteous, it also affected all. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. <laughs> there is one misinterpretation that people give to this scripture when they say that they shall reign in life and they interpret it as this life. This life, you don't need righteousness to reign in this life. This life, you don't need grace to reign in this life. What you need is money. What you need is money and connection to politicians. Hmm? The life that the scripture is speaking about here is not your human life. It's not your human life. The life you reign in as a result of righteousness and this grace that is being mentioned here is the life of God that came into you as a result of your new birth. If you help me, say amen. amen. <laughs> Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all to condemnation even so by the righteousness of one the free gift came upon all unto justification of life for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous moreover the law entered that the offense may abound but where sin abounded grace did did much more abound that as sin had reigned unto death even so might grace reign through righteousness unto, say after me, eternal life. So in case you doubted the statement I made before, eh? this has proved to you that the life we speak about is what? Eternal life. Now, if you look at this scripture, especially from verse 12 down to this verse 19, one thing is being repeatedly mentioned. One man sinned and it was counted for everybody. Is it not true? Another thing that is obvious is that one man died and righteousness and life was able to reach every other person. Amen. amen. Are you with me? Yes, if you help me, say amen. amen. If you help me, say amen. amen. The question we ask is how can you sin and it is counted for everybody on this road? I think it's everybody to himself. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And that mystery cannot be properly understood until we know what identification means and what substitution means. You see, beyond this matter of living above sin, having power above sin, every of God's work has to pass through the eye of both identification and substitution. The reason is because what we do in this kingdom is in the name of Jesus. Say after me, the name of Jesus. That The name of Jesus means the authority of Jesus. Meaning that if it is casting of devils, demons are not necessarily afraid of you, OJB. They are afraid of the person that you are representing. 
So when you are standing, demons are seeing it as if it is Jesus that is standing. Why? Why? Why will a demon of madness go when you say in the name of Jesus live? Why? Huh? Are you seeing it? So it means that actually when you are standing, you are not the one that is being seen. The head of your tribe is the one being seen. Let me tell you something in this in the spirit. Hmm? God is not seeing too many people. As far as Christianity is concerned, God is seeing only one man. And I talk to you people here. Okay, show me. Show me. First Corinthians chapter 15. There are only two men that has walked this earth. How many people do we have on earth now? According to statistics and census. About 7 billion, right? According to the scripture. All the people that has lived from Adam till now. According to the scripture, there are only two men that has lived. Huh? Every other man is named by those two men. The naming of a man after another man is based on the principle of substitution. Meaning that that one man stands and every other person stands behind that man. So if we want to do something to you, we do something to the man you are standing behind. And by doing something to that man, we have done something to every other person standing behind that man. Are you getting the point? It means that with God, God is not too creative as we think. God created and rested and decided not to create many things again. Are you getting the point? From what he created, eh, many things began to come out. What God created was one man. And as far as he's concerned, anytime he looks, he sees that one man in the old creation. He sees only one man too in the new creation. Show me. Show me from verse 40. Quickly. Quickly. Oh. The reason why you still think that Satan can touch you or that you can sin or sin is because you are still being seen. You, are carry, you still own yourself. You are still carrying yourself. Hmm? So when you see a woman, you now remove your shirt. What they are seeing in the spirit is, I don't want to use this word. That thing you are thinking. Hmm? When you are removing your shirt, it is the head of your tribe that is removing his shirt. Who is the head of your own tribe? Hmm? You are carrying Jesus to prostitute. You are carrying Jesus to a woman. And you are removing your... Do you know where you will come down from? And then start coming down. Start coming down. Start coming down. Hit the ground. Then remove your shirt. You don't have revelation. You don't have revelation. That's why it's easy for you to masturbate. Huh? Let me show you something. Before we are coming back to this scripture. Show me. Oh my God. Show me Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6 verse. Let's start from verse 15. If you will be fast. Show me next verse. If you are with me say amen. amen. Sorry I need to supply you with scriptures. Okay. First Corinthians chapter 6 rather. First Corinthians chapter 6. Let's start from. 
verse 14 so that you understand <laughs> hmm? when a man is holding his private part in masturbation I want to explain to you what he looks like and God had both raised up the Lord and we also raise us up by his what? This power. this power is the power that I came to introduce to you anyway. The power of resurrection. Next verse. Know ye not. Say after me, know ye not. This knowing is the knowing of is revelation. Know ye not. Because if you knew, I used to teach it that revelation is functional. If you say you know something and there is no function, you don't know as you ought. Are you getting what I mean? The, I keep, if you say you know about prayer have you not thought about prayer before hmm? you have taught many things I know the one that used to write book mm-hmm. then my mother in the village has not written any book on prayer hmm? but I know that for more than decades there are few nights that she did not do night I want to ask between you and her who knows prayer it is experimental knowledge you cannot enter into the real knowledge of God without the experiment you are a theory man in the school of the spirit theory is not 30 percent it is actually zero. Demons don't respect theory. Not one. God doesn't respect theory. Theory is as good as how much it has helped you to enter practical. The knowledge of God is experimental. Huh? That's why that woman will come and tell you, this your prayer point is not good. Pray like this. <laughs> but, but according to this book, according to this book, according to this one, Mumu you. Demons will slap you back in the night because you think you know anything. Instead of you to bow, humble yourself and learn. You don't know now. Hmm? What you need to do is to sit down with them and then you will correspond their real knowledge with your theoretical knowledge and find out what in your theory meets up with exact quantity in experience. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, this scripture says, know ye not. Meaning that if you knew a function will be released. Assuming you say you know and there is nothing that is happening. There is, there is no consequence forward towards the direction of what you knew. Then it will mean that you don't know. Are you with me? Yes, a man knows because a function is released. Assuming you know that I'm risen with Christ. I, I have God in me. I have holiness in me. And then you fornicated again. I put it to you, you don't know. If you knew, if you knew who you are carrying, can carry him and reduce my voice. Can carry him and go and fall upon a woman. You carry Jesus like this, fall on a woman. <laughs> you don't know. Don't know. He said, know ye not that your bodies are what? I didn't hear you. Know ye not that what? Your bodies are members of Christ. He's trying to say you don't know. 
you think you know i'm reading it again you read it and you are you are about to read another verse you have not known this one you are going to go home with these verses open it and say god is obvious i don't know this i don't want to deceive myself i don't know it how does i how do i actually know this verse 15 i'm thinking i know it but i'm still eyeing that brother i can still collect church money eat it and clean mouth i don't know this verse know ye not that your bodies are the members of christ look at what he say shall i then take <laughs> this is a, even me i can't say this but paul said a lot he said know you know that your members look at it that your bodies are members of christ members of christ when you carry your body and go and sleep with a harlot A member of Christ is are you getting what I'm saying? Hmm. It's a serious thing. It's obvious you don't know. When you lie, it is a member of Christ that lied. You are not the one. You don't know why Jesus is weeping and interceding for a generation. He has died and resurrected, seated, he's still interceding. There is the heavenly ministry of the he is crying over you. When will you know? God's love. When will you know? When will you know these things? When will you know these things? God will help us. And make them the members of an hallow. Self tell me, God forbid. God forbid. I didn't hear you. Self tell me, God forbid. God forbid. Even this God forbid. We can't say it well. If the Bible joined you. It is so bad. Uh, Dennis, it's so bad that Bible joined us to say God. It's when they say we we'll say God forbid. Is it not true? The Bible now helped you to answer because we. The Bible said God forbid is that bad. When Bible starts saying God forbid, mark the things that Bible is saying God for. Bible, you know this when something comes, God forbid. Bible has finally joined you in saying God forbid. Mark that matter. I'm not sure there are many things in the Bible that they use God forbid in. They say, let all of God, all of what God represents, eh, let it forbid this matter. Let's invoke all of God to forbid this. God forbid. And people say we should not talk about it. We have not spoken about anything until we speak about this. Let me see the next verse. What then? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body. Self tell me one body. We took a, a member from the body of Christ, went and joined him to a harlot, and him and harlot became one body. So that person became a gate through which darkness can enter the body. It's beyond you as an individual. The body of Christ is weak if we have many of them living in immorality. So if I'm strong, you are weak. We are not strong. It will finally get to you one day. If you allow, if we, if we think uh, we are standing and allow our brothers not to be strong in this, it will get to us because they are members of one body not 
There is no two body of Christ. Is one. Fight for your brother, not just yourself. We can't stop teaching this thing because when you save another person, you are saving yourself on the ultimate. For two, say it, shall be what? One flesh. Next verse. But he that is joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. Get my scripture back. Get my scripture back. Chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter 15. Let's just see verse 45. And then we go. 45, not 43. And so it is written. Say after me, and so it is written. The first man. Underline it. So that you understand what I'm saying. There are only two men. Hmm? Look at this scripture and tell me what it is saying. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made what? A living soul. What is the next thing? The last man, not the second man. Did you hear what I said? The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. There is a difference between the last man, Adam. The word word Adam means man. There is a difference between second and last. They are not the same. You can, you can be second and be last. Eh? But being last doesn't mean you are second. Being last means that there is no other that can come after this. So, the scripture is comparing two men and called the first one, first man. And the second one was the last. So, there is no third and there is no fourth. That means that every other man that has ever lived, that we is living, that we ever live, eh, is standing behind either of these two men. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, this mystery of standing behind either of these two men is what we call identification. That means when you were born by your mother, you were identified in the first man. When you were born from above, you were identified in the second man. What did I say now? Huh? Find my for him. The reason is for all of you. What? What did I say now? Come and give him the mic. When you are born, being born by your mother, you are identified as the first man. You are what? Identified in the first man, uh-huh. in the first Adam. But when you are being born in Christ, you are identified in the last Adam, the last man. Exactly. When you were born, you didn't need to do anything extra. 
Because what God did in creation, creation, I told you people in creation, God did not create many. He creates one and multiplies it. Listen to me. What God does is to create one and what? Multiplies that one. So as far as man is concerned, he has only two has come. He created the first, multiplied it. Created the second, multiplied it. But there is, a, there is a complex arrangement. The complex arrangement is that in you is living the capacities of those two men if you are born again. So that, that's the challenge. Are you getting what I'm saying? The full import of salvation huh, is that the impact of that new man will affect all of you. And the scripture said that it might not be fully possible in this age. Remember when I started, I told you people that there are three, three issues on the matter of sin. Is it not true? The first one is what? The nature of sin. The second one is what? The third one is what? As long as we are in this age, we will still have the presence of sin. One of the proof of the age to come, according to still this book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, is that corruption and mortality will be abolished. That means that the presence of sin, it was sin that made man to die. What is mortality? Mortality is death doomed. It means that you are subject, when something is subject to death, it means that it is mortal. When something has passed through the riches of death, it means that it is immortal. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not saying if something is spirit. I don't want to go there before some people will be confused. This is what it means. Something is immortal when it is not subject to death. That is why when we come to teachings like this, we'll come and say, the mortal dimensions, we are speaking of things that we can receive from God, that even if we die physically, those things goes with us beyond this realm. Is it okay for you to understand? These things go with you beyond this realm, then it is immortal. It means that it is a resource that was gotten from a resurrection point of view. And I need to tell you, that all the facilities that is ministered to you from the ascension realm eh, are the things that was gotten from the point of resurrection. That is why when you come in the morning, you don't feel like praying. Something happens to you and you are quickened. Quickening is something that happened to a man or something that is dead. The word quickening is you are made alive. You are quickened from a death. It means that whatever has the capacity to raise you from the death that you died in the place of prayer. Because when you don't feel like praying for three days, you, you, something in you died. You need death. So when you listen to our messages, you are fired up. That firing up. Don't stop calling it fire. It's not fire. You died. You died. You were quickened in your prayer altar. Your prayer altar actually died. So anything that can quicken something that died actually came from the point of us, point of resurrection. It has to, it must be something that passed through death and was still living. 
at that point that resource is immortal it is at that state that it can minister to you and even if you live this life you will still hold that same thing and that is why anytime sometimes we come and say what impressed spirit what impressed the mortals those things are the things that if you live this life and you are still holding it these are the things that impress them and there is nothing physical that is among them if you are with me so far say amen, amen. and so it is written the first man adam was made a living and the last man the scripture is trying to say here according to creation what god did is to present to us species of beings and from them he gave them he put a power in them the scripture said in the book of genesis chapter 1 verse 26 he said and let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them what have dominion are you getting the point show me show me the next verse next verse next verse look at this scripture and god what let's read together one two ready go uh-huh uh-huh and then what enough so god created one and blessed that one and said be fruitful and then what multiply so what god did are you with me is to create a specimen meeting up to his standard and then imparted a fruit bearing a replicative capacity that means that every other person comes and stands behind we are identified the raw material with which we are made is that first person any person that is born of Adam, eh, you are suffering what he's suffering because it, you were drawn from him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at it. If we want to cure malaria, eh, we don't need to know the, the mosquito that beat you. Are you getting where I'm going? We do not need to research the mosquito that beat you for we to be able to cure your malaria. What we need to do is to obtain a drug a temeter, that have the capacity to deal with a strain once we are able to get it hmm? any kind anytime any man suffers malaria we administer it knowing that every cause of malaria is drawn from this species so every man that is coming from adam born by his mother is a product of a species and the name of that species is Adam. So, the same ailment that Adam suffered, all of us carried it as a product of coming from him. We were identified fundamentally in Adam. It was that identification that made us to suffer. According to the book of Romans, it said, including them that did not sin after the similitude of Adam, died the same death, and the death reigned from Adam to Moses. By the time we came to Moses, People were reckoned according to the sin that they sin as a person. But the writer of the book of Romans in that chapter 5 is trying to say that before we sinned our own sin, the impact of sinning was already affecting us. 
and the impact of that sin was death. It means that even though we did not sin in ourselves, and the impact of sin is affecting us, then somebody sinned. Are you getting it? This cannot happen until there is a sinning and sin somewhere. Yes, you did not sin, but you are experiencing the impact of that sinning, meaning that somebody sinned. So, because of the sinning of that person, huh, it affected you because of a law, and that law is how powerful is identification. You did not do anything, you did not know who did it, you have never met him just because you were extracted from him. The raw material with which you are made was gotten from him. Just that only. Huh? Just because your father gave birth to you, you started suffering what is in your foundation. You don't know when they are great. It's a law in the spirit. And the reason why it's a law is the same matter is affecting everybody. And the scripture, the writer of the book of Romans and Corinthians is trying to propose a law and saying that if we were identified in Adam and his sin and ailment affected all of us, hmm, that 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 scenario, that experience is a law that is operating. That God took advantage of that same law in redemption and then took us out of Adam and identified us in Christ. So instead of standing behind Adam, you didn't do anything. You are suffering for what you don't know. You stood up one day and you don't want to fornicate. Something is forcing you. You don't want to sin. You don't want to do anything. You just woke up. Did you, did you begin for this weakness? If it was given for you, you would have been born a man that is resistant to sinning. That's what we wanted. But because you were extracted from Adam, things that you cannot stop, we are holding you. That's what Paul was crying about in the book of Romans. He said that the sin that I don't want to sin is holding me. The things I don't want to do, I'm doing it. The one I want to do, I can't do it. He said, oh wretched man that I am. Who can save me? Then, here comes Christ Jesus. He said, whosoever believeth, those old things that we are counted, they are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Clap for Jesus in one minute. It's not, it's, it's a clap of a realization of what Jesus did. Eh? When you believe, you are no more in Adam. God created a new person. The person your mother gave birth to was nailed on the cross with Jesus. Eh? As long as that man is hanging there, why are you coming down? Eh? A new man has been created. And that new man is made in the image of the Holy One. The Bible spoke about it. He said, the new man in Christ, made after the similitude, the image of the one that is holy and righteous. That's what you are carrying. Eh? The new man cannot sin. The new man does not lie. It's a realization. Just as you didn't need to do anything to begin to know what it means to fornicate and lie and steal money, you did not need to do anything to know how to live holy. Pray in the spirit for one minute. Why is this revelation not entering me? Whether you believe it or not, it is true. Whether it's already happening in your life or not, it is true. And that's why you need to pray. 
but for experience cannot will not we never able, be able to modify the fact and truth of the word of God Seconds. Prayer is applicative. It means that you will not be able to apply what you just heard and knew if you don't pray. in Jesus you can be seated I want to show you a few more things I was discussing something important concerning this topic with my wife yesterday you need to give me 15 more minutes so that I can finish this thing show me 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 Now, you need to understand something, man of God. When Noah came out of the boat, he offered a sacrifice that was not reasonable. The reason why it's not reasonable is because this is a situation where everything that was living was swept away by the flood. It means that every other thing remaining should be precious and and kept like we need to keep it in a museum only for the man to come out and take some of those animals and sacrifice it to god that's that's heavy but something prompted him the scripture said that he didn't just sacrifice animals he sacrificed a kind of animals called clean animals the question now is what are clean animals you see clean animals are those animals that the impact of the fall was not strong on them some of them it was it was almost non-evident it means that they retained their original manual of operation you know we were teaching yesterday mosquito is not supposed to bite but he's biting you but there are animals that retain to a great degree their original um, qualities are you getting the point those clean animals the fall did not affect them huh it is not just animals. There were human beings too. 
that we let her saw that the fall did not affect every individual human being the same way. Are you getting where I'm going? So, it seems as if some others are better people than others. Naturally, it means that the impact of the fall differed. So, the man that was offering the sacrifice was more like of this opinion. I don't know what made these people survive the impact of the fall to the extent that they were able to retain their natural capacities despite the fall of man. Because of that, I'm going to make them a sacrifice on this altar so that whatever that was in them that resisted the variability that came upon animals and creation as a result of the fall did not that variability did not impact them they still retained their quality and character whatever made them consistent eh? let god look upon that matter in this sacrifice and hold certain criterias consistent for me as i begin to live my journey upon the face of the earth and when he offered them true as the scripture told us that god came and smelt it and he said that it is good and said that summer and winter seed time and harvest time shall not cease a few things he mentioned so when god saw that the man offered something to hold things god held six things consistent for him are you getting it meaning that there is a consistency in character that the fall did not affect even though man fell and true everybody fell but there are some people that retain their quality to a great degree are you following me that same principle satan also turned it so it means that even though man fell man did not become totally totally so bad and evil man fell but he is not so wicked that he can raise knife and kill the other for man to be very very wicked as he became according to the scripture it seems as if man began to learn the ways of evil man needed to be taught in evil to become good in evil now there is a nature he received are you getting what i'm saying he needed to be taught in that nature for him to maximize the potentials of that nature that means even though man fell, he still retained to a great degree some goodness until he was taught in the new nature of wickedness and sin that he received. So as the day was progressing, he was becoming more and more wicked because it is not just that he had a nature, he is now being taught on the power and potentials of the new nature that he has, which is the nature of sin. In the same way, in righteousness, you need to be taught in righteousness there are educations in righteousness if not the old nature that you have which is that of sin will be what will be predominantly manifest until somebody teaches you in righteousness then the powers of the new nature that you have in righteousness will supersede are you getting where i'm going until man was taught evil his capacity for evil was low in the same way until you are taught righteousness your capacity for life your capacity for righteousness is low even though you have the nature. Are you getting where I'm going now? Look at this scripture. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. One, for what? Doctrine. For reproof. For correction. But what I'm going for is that last phrase. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Let's read it one more time. Again. Again, for instruction in righteousness, 
Never forget it, underline it. That means there are instructions in righteousness. It is those instructions in righteousness that gives you the capacity to maximize the potential of the new nature that you received. What you received was free. But for you to maximize its potential, you have to be taught in it. Your capacity to receive teachings that came as a result of righteousness will determine how much you will experience the potential of that life and nature. In other words, if somebody is weak in these instructions, though you have that nature, because you have run away from the teachings of righteousness, you will be weak in its potential. If you are with me so far, say amen. amen. I want to read another scripture. Now, because of time, whenever you read the New Testament and you see in Christ, are you with me? Substitute, change it with the word identification. Am I correct? Or substitution? Let me check my notes. There are two words, in and with. There is in Christ. Then there is with Christ. I want to show you some things. Because the Bible said, let me use a scripture. Ephesians chapter 2. Let's start from verse 4. For, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Next verse. And had raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So in Christ is identification. Let me explain to you what it means. Identity. Even though they look as if they are close, but they are not. Just a little difference. From what I just explained, when you are in something, it means that you are inside it. Hmm? So as you are inside it like this, God now said, this thing, go to the cross. Huh? So when this thing is going to the cross, what is inside it is going with it. Is it not true? In with. In with. When Jesus was flogged, we were in him. And we are flogged with him. Follow me. When they spat on him, we were where? In him. And we are what? Spat on with him. When they made him naked, we were where? In him. Huh? And they flogged us together. Whether you believe it or not, that is your business. If you don't believe it, you will suffer till you die. There is no other way except for you to believe this thing I'm saying. There is no other way. Believe it first. Whether it makes sense, that's not your business. It's not your business to make sense to you. How did you get born again? Did it make sense? I, I receive, I receive. What's that? So you believe that you are, not, you are not believing this one. You are inside Jesus when they are flogging him. 49, they flogged you. Hmm? So we are in him and with him. When we went to that cross, when he went to that cross, we were where? Where were we? And we went there with him. What of when he hung there? We were where? 
in him and we are what with him what of when he died we, where, where were you at wait 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 victor where were you you are at uh, kabeze huh? pastor where are you at imo state no where are you at Ibado? No. Where are you at Oboko? No. You were in him and with him on that cross. Open my eyes. Let me see. Let me see. Listen, listen to me. When he died, where were you? You were in him. And with him, you also died. Listen. What of when he was buried? Where were you? With him, and we are buried together. What of when he rose? Where were you? You are with him. and how how many people rose? All of us. All of us rose. All of us rose. The scripture spoke about Jesus. He said, even death could not hold him. Why are you held? Why? 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 Satan lose your grip. Satan lose your grip. The scripture said. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. You are not sitting in Nigeria. You are sitting in heavenly places. It's your choice. Bro, it's your choice. You can choose where to sit. Etika, where are you sitting? Where are you sitting? I am seated with Christ. I am seated. The day you see yourself there, Satan will fall. Just as Jesus said, I see Satan fall like light from heaven. I see him fall from your life. If only you can see this. Jesus name. Listen.
if you don't conquer sin it means that Jesus died in vain it means you are not allowing the fullness and the import of his sacrifice to reach you you are there you are there the only reason why sin survives is that you came out are you hearing what I'm saying when he died the only reason why he died is to make sure that you will die too because if it was not for you there is no reason why will he die he doesn't need his death you are the one that needs it are you hearing what I'm saying he doesn't need his death the scripture says scarcely for a righteous man will any man die are you getting the point that means Jesus is a righteous man him dying he doesn't need his own death you are the one that needed it are you getting the point only for him to die and the reason why he died has not reached you Satan is stealing you blind he's a criminal when Jesus was hanging on that cross the scripture said the sin of the, the sin was sin was nailed on the cross sin and you were inside Jesus the sin that was nailed was not Jesus' sin because him did not sin it was your own sin that was nailed there Jesus went to the cross for you so that your sin will be nailed your anger was nailed on that cross your, you, and he's still there why he's still in your life is what we don't know that was nailed on the cross how did he end up in your life you better believe it don't don't say but but there is no but that's the that's what it is it is your but but that is keeping you in your weakness can you pray for one minute lord make the experience of the cross my own experience make it my experience Take it from the Bible and put it in my life. for one more minute.
name of Jesus. Mighty. We have not finished this topic. topic. If, if I pray and the Lord allows us, next week we continue. But if he moves, we will move with him. I think if God has not released you, you might need to pray for two more minutes before you go. You can cast your seed and offering. You are blessed.